So I don't know why it must be like this, but it certainly seems true that in God's economy, we were born to live a life where strife and not ease allows us, forces us to take measure of ourselves, to innovate, to scrape aside what no longer works in order to go deeper. Now, the majority of us, me included, wish to have tranquil lives. And certainly no person of faith wishes to have choppy waters in their church community. The church should be the one place, the one place where everyone is treated with dignity and respect, a place where there is harmony. It should be like that, but it's not. And today we see how a simple oversight set up the church for explosive growth. And it starts in the most unlikely of ways, with no special services that we would recognize. In the city of Jerusalem, early church members had to care for themselves. Scripture said that they did this by holding all things in common so that each who had need would receive. But with any human endeavor, cracks begin to appear in the system. Some were getting what they needed and some were not. And so to solve this, the apostles did the most obvious and amazing thing. They looked to the past for guidance how to move into the future. Now there's this fascinating passage in Genesis chapter 33 that records this conversation between Moses and his father-in-law, Jethro. Moses is the high and mighty bringer of the law and has set himself up as the man to go to. Unfortunately, that's causing real hardship on the people. Jethro takes one look at this, and because of his relationship to Moses, he speaks to Moses in a way that Moses can hear and accept. Jethro basically tells Moses just to knock it off. And to his eternal credit as a man of God, Moses kind of has this epiphany. He comes to himself and he creates an organization that serves God himself and the peoples. Moses looked out, found good people, and put them in charge of the work he had been keeping to himself. So the apostles simply looked into their own past to Father Abraham for an answer. Over and over again, we see the church growing in the scriptures, and at the core of this growth is this self-same idea retrieved from the past and put into place. It's a way to assure the most important purposes of the church are assigned to people who are gifted to handle them. Whether they think so or not, that's important. Now, in reality, Jesus had also been doing this with his disciples since the beginning of his ministry. 
Jesus was in charge of the teaching and the sending out. Judas was in charge of the treasury and the balance of the apostles had their own jobs that supported the community, all woven together so that there was this dependable frame for which they all could live and serve through. And so if you've ever wondered why the church and our parish is structured in the way that it is, the reason comes from this story in Acts. And here's the beauty of it. It keeps people honest, for the most part. In a well-run church, no one suffers a megalomaniac, or they don't last all that long. There may be a leader elected to speak on behalf of the parish, but certainly in our polity, the church is the people. St. Michael and all angels is not this. It's you, the people. Everyone works together in a parish. It also recognizes that God actually speaks to everybody. God does not merely speak to the clergy class or to the elected lay leaders. God also speaks to everyone, to you. Now all this sounds really fine, but what does it mean for us? Through these passages, the Lord offers us wisdom for our own time. Now, I'm one of those people that believe, actually believes this. The scriptures don't necessarily have an answer for everything that plagues us in our time. But like the church in Jerusalem, when trouble befalls us, we have a place to begin. We have the scriptures. We begin in prayer. We begin in scripture. Now, some of what we see in Scripture no longer applies with the coming of Jesus into the world. We have to use our God-given brain to work life out just like the apostles. Having issues with resentment in your life? Start with Matthew chapter 5. Going through some real trials in your life. Try reading 1st and 2nd Corinthians. Need a little more hope? Meditate on Psalm 42. And just like the ancient church, believers all over the world look to the past for wisdom in going forward because we are a people of the book. We are a people of community. And we will care for each other through the power of the Holy Spirit. When each of us grows in Christ, we actually grow the church. And today we have the opportunity to recall that we are stronger together, moving forward. Each of us gifted and put into service for the good of our parish and God's church as a whole. Please remember, you are the church. You provide an amazing amount of intellectual resource about the direction of the church and especially 
this parish, God is speaking to you. Nourish that conversation. <laughs>